The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 27th of November. In your Squiz today, a presidential pardon for General Michael Flynn, Telstra's $50 million fine, a new Australian art record, and David Attenborough departs Insta. This is your Squids today. Having already pardoned a turkey in the annual White House tradition, President Trump continued with the pardons this week. It's something he can continue to do in this period before President-elect Joe Biden is inaugurated in January. And he's used that power to pardon General Michael Flynn, a former national security advisor. First up, Claire, what was General Flynn pardoned for? He was being pursued after he'd pled guilty to lying to the FBI over contact that he had with Moscow's ambassador to the US before Trump took office. He was part of the Trump campaign and there had been a discussion between Flynn uh, and that ambassador about lifting sanctions on Russia. That's something that Flynn initially pleaded guilty to, but it's been a whole subject of legal wrangling that got very complicated. So Trump pardon clears Flynn of that whole case. The right to grant pardons, which wipes out a criminal conviction or commute sentences, which wipes out the punishment, such as jail time, is a presidential power that comes from the Constitution. Presidents don't have to give reasons for their pardons. President Trump has actually granted the least pardons and commutations of any modern president. Commentators, though, are expecting that to change over the coming weeks. Yeah, they really are. Of course, Trump has a few weeks left in office and it's believed that hundreds of commutations for offenders who are now in jail for crimes ranging from non-violent drug convictions through to mail fraud, through to money laundering could be on the cards. And there's also questions about what it could mean also for his inner circle. There's, of course, a lot of people who have been tied to the Trump campaign since they've come into being in the last few years who are subject to legal investigations, uh, whether it's about Russia or whether it's about other things. Uh, and also, there's questions about whether Trump could issue a preemptive pardon for himself and his family. Mm. Legal eagles are quite divided about whether he can do that. It hasn't been done before, so it hasn't been tested in the courts. So definitely something to look out for in the coming weeks and months. Back home, and it's been a week since the release of the Brereton Report, the inquiry into allegations of war crimes committed by some Australian elite troops while serving in Afghanistan. The Defence Department has now started administrative action against at least 10 serving SAS so far. Yeah, what experts are saying is that it's showing that the Defence Department is already moving to get rid of that toxic culture within the special forces, uh, whether that's the SAS or others. Administrative action has been taken against at least 10 serving members of the SAS. There's a whole process around this. What has happened is that they've been issued show cause notices and the process is that they will come back with either a defence or they will be moved on to be expelled from the defence force. I'll put a link to our Squiz Shortcut podcast episode into the alleged war crimes in Afghanistan in your episode notes. It'll give you the backstory to what's happening here in around 10 minutes. 
Earlier in the week, we spoke about the conflict situation in Ethiopia escalating to what Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed called a point of no return. On Sunday, he gave the Tigray People's Liberation Front 72 hours to surrender peacefully or have their capital come under attack. That time was up on Wednesday. Where's the situation at, Claire? situation is that Prime Minister Abiy has declared the launch of the final phase of the government forces operation in that northern city of Mekalay. There's 500,000 people who live there. It will now be subject to artillery fire. The United Nations has said that the city's inhabitants are in deep peril and there's fears that that attack could lead to thousands of civilian deaths and the launch of a full-blown civil war It's a dire situation there. Getting information, though, from the region about what's happening is very difficult because the government has cut phone and internet connections. It's estimated that around 42,000 refugees have already fled so far over the border to Sudan. After an 18-month inquiry from the ACCC, Telstra has admitted to unconscionable conduct for selling phone contracts to vulnerable people who couldn't afford them or understand the terms and conditions that they were getting themselves into with those phone contracts. They're facing fines of up to $50 million. Yes, Telstra put its hand up to unconscionable conduct yesterday. The ACCC chair, Rod Sims, was scathing of Telstra's actions in targeting Indigenous customers with those very complicated mobile phone contracts. Telstra has apologised and what it said is that it will either waive the debts or refund the money that has been paid. Uh, It'll also set up a specialised call centre in the Northern Territory to help Indigenous customers. A Brett Whiteley painting called Henri's Armchair has set a new Australian record for an auction price, Claire, selling for $6.136 million. Four minutes was all it took for that auction to be done and dusted. The artwork is from Brett Whiteley's home in Lavender Bay in Sydney and it looks out over with the Sydney Harbour in the background. It's really quite a beautiful piece Mm. and I love the story of how that painting uh, came to be in the hands of the Evett family. It's never been sold before. Lawyer Chris Evett bought it directly from Whiteley with cash that he'd won at the races and was loaded in the boot of his car. Apparently the pair sat down on the floor of that Lavender Bay home and counted out the cash. That was back in 1975 sounds like a very 70s thing to have happened. Very 70s indeed. When it comes to Instagram, Claire, Sir David Attenborough came, he broke records and now he's leaving. He racked up 6.2 million followers in his time on the app, but he won't be posting anymore. You kind of got to like a guy who doesn't want to be a member of a club that would (laughs) accept him (laughs) as one. Very Groucho Marx. Yeah, he's come and he's gone. His team say that they were very encouraged by all the ideas and the passion uh, on the platform. Anyway, he has used it and he's out. His very first post, his team did say that social media isn't David's usual habitat. His content will stay up so you can still watch his videos. He just won't be posting anymore. Each Friday, you give us a recipe. Claire, what have you tried out this week? It's a chorizo panzanella, which it's just a fancy word for a salad that has lots of bread in it, which is kind of the perfect (laughs) salad. Yes, ultimate salad. (laughs) When you think about it, this one uh, is really simple, but you do get to pickle your own cucumbers, which kind of turns them into sort of gherkins, I guess, is what a pickled um, cucumber is. (laughs) But it's a very simple process and I really enjoyed it and I'm lining it up for salad. 
Saturday lunch. Sounds good. And if you're planning to stay out of the heat this weekend, you've also put a great suggestion in the Squiz Today email for something to watch, a doco on soccer legend Diego Maradona. Look, I could talk forever and ever about how much I like Asif Kapadia's documentaries. He also made the incredible docos on Ayrton Senna and Amy Winehouse, which if you haven't seen, you absolutely should. Um, The one on Maradona was out last year and I really enjoyed it. I'll put a link to both the recipe and that doco into your episode notes. And that's all from us. Hopefully Kate is feeling a little better soon. She's been a bit under the weather this week. Have a great Friday. Don't forget your chance to win a Dyson of your choice is there until Monday night if you use your unique referral link to get people onto the squiz, people who might enjoy having a shortcut to the news. You can find details about that in your squiz today email. Have a great weekend and we will chat to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. What are you?